What's up, kinfolk? It's RJ Young. I am not on a step mill. I am in Indianapolis at Big Ten Media Days, and this is day one of our Big Ten Media Days special. You're going to hear from James Franklin, who took some issue with my all-time Big Ten teams. I really do like his reasoning, and I'm sure that you're going to like to hear him bag on it just a little bit because there's been a bit of consternation about such things. I also get to talk with P.J. Fleck, whose Minnesota Golden Gophers are going to open the season against Ohio State in a highly anticipated game. And, of course, I get to talk with friend of the pod, Mike Loxley, who is going to tell us about his BCEs. No, that is not before Common Era. And, Coach Lox, I'm always going to cite you. While you're here, please subscribe to the YouTube channel, the number one ranked show with RJ Young. You type in my name in the search bar, it comes right up. Also, wherever it is you get your audio podcast, we are there. If you are using Apple, please take time to leave a five-star review. And when you leave a review, tell us what you would like to see. Tell us what you don't like to see. Ask a question. Have fun with it. Also, we are on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, wherever it is that you would like to consume your social media. We're there for you. All right, let's get to the interviews. I'm here with Penn State head coach James Franklin. Coach, how you doing? Good. I yeah, appreciate the opportunity. No, I appreciate you sitting down with us and, and taking the time. I want to start with this. Uh, you lose two outstanding defensive players, Jason Oway and Stick City, Micah Parsons. Okay. How are y'all planning to replace that production, let alone that leadership? Well, I think it starts with recruiting, right? Mm -hmm. uh, you you got to do a great job every single year to go out and recruit and then most importantly, you got to develop them once they get on campus. So I think I think we've done a good job of that. Uh, you know, we're LBU. Uh, you know, we got a great history of of producing big time linebackers like Micah Parsons, uh, but we also have a number of those guys in our program right now. So I think people will be impressed with our linebacker unit. I'm not necessarily saying we're going to replace Micah's uh, production. Uh, we didn't have Micah last year uh, anyway with the opt out. Um, and then Jason Oway, you know, big, strong, fast, uh, former basketball player who really developed at Penn State. Uh, and we got some guys like that as well. So, you know, we're excited. Obviously, like you're saying, it's a lot of production we got to replace. Uh, fortunately, we're really just replacing one uh, based on last year. Well, you can make the same argument, I think, at running back. Like one of the telltale signs for me was you go four deep at tailback. And I didn't know you could go for it. Like, people talk about being able to go four deep at tailback, but you rarely get to see that. What is it like for you to know that you have that kind of depth on your roster? Well, again, that goes to the opposite of that last year. So before the, the season started last year, we lost our start in tailback before the season started. Then uh, the third play into the first game of the season, we lose our second tailback for the season. So that put us in a situation where we had two true freshmen that were thrust into uh, the fire. Uh, so with that combination, as well as those guys coming back from injuries, or at least one of them come back from injuries, uh, that's created that type of depth. I think, uh, I think the Doak Walker Award, we're the only program in the country with three guys on that list. So uh, that obviously helps. But after last year, it showed you, you better have the depth. We'll always play three running backs. That's, that's to keep them healthy, not just at Penn State, but also for their future long terms. Um, but it also puts us in a situation where we could uh, you know, have a fourth back that we feel like is going to be capable as well. Why do you think Mike Yersich is the right guy to lead your offense? I've been following Mike for a long time. Uh, Mike's got a very unique resume, you know, uh, coached in the conference that I played in. He played in that conference as well, small Division II uh, conference in the state of Pennsylvania. Then made a 
very non-traditional jump from Shippensburg to Oklahoma State, which you don't see very often. Had a bunch of success at Oklahoma State, uh, and then obviously, you know, uh, was at Ohio State and then, and then Texas. So for me, as a guy I've been tracking for a long time, I had conversations with him a year ago. Uh, so for bring him back home. He spent a lot of his professional career in the state of Pennsylvania. Him and his wife both went to college in the state of Pennsylvania. So an opportunity to bring him back, be explosive down the field, uh, you know, put people in conflict, make people defend 53 and a third to width of the field, uh, get, get athletes in space. Really how we have played for the majority of, of my Penn State career. Is it fair to say that when Sean Clifford is golden, y'all are golden? in that when he plays really well, y'all play really well. Well, I think you could pretty much say that for any quarterback and, and any football program. I think your point is a good one. You, you, you go as pretty much as far as your quarterback will take you. And, you know, I, I try to remind people that, you know, a year ago, you know, everybody was talking around the country, Sean Clifford is one of the best quarterbacks in, in college football and, and in the argument of the top two quarterbacks in, in the Big Ten. He's still that guy. He won 11 games the year before, Cotton Bowl championship, uh, you know, New Year's Six Bowl game, all those types of things. And I think he'll be, he'll be better because of the experience. I don't, I don't think there's any doubt about it. He's handled it the right way. He's attacked it head on. Uh, I think Sean's going to have a big year for us. So, Coach, I want to switch gears here, ask you what I think are some fun questions. The first one is, what is the last job you had before going into coaching? Uh, I worked in a psychiatric facility in Philadelphia, suburban Philadelphia. Yeah, I got my undergraduate degree in psychology, so I worked in okay. an adult and an adolescent psychiatric facility. And that's why I'm coaching. <laughs> that's why I'm coaching. Okay. Uh, the right profession. Uh, I gave this to your players as well. If you could pick a movie football player to join your team, who would it be? None of them. They're bad. Have you ever seen those guys? It's bad. They, 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 and I think for football people, you watch it and it doesn't work. Like you just, you can, you watch their movements or the things they say. Uh, I, I don't know if I could say any of them. Typically when I watch sports movies and they're, they're actors, usually it's bad. It's bad usually, but that's just like a, a, a that's just like a an athlete or a football player trying to act. That usually doesn't end well. Or rap, that doesn't usually end well, right? We try to get outside of our wheelhouse and rap. I'm gonna let you have, but I enjoy the Rock's movies. I enjoy his movies. Correct, but but when you, yes, I'll leave it. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk off camera. Coach, take a look at these right quick. Okay. Uh, I have the let's call it arrogance to put together an all-time offense and defense in the Big Ten. Now, I understand have been members forever, but when you take a look at those, who would you add? And you're saying this is all-time? You're, you're, you're saying that these guys that you have on here are the greatest that ever played in the Big Ten? I'll take my team against yours. Wow. I don't know. That's hard to say. I, I'm not saying that I disagree with you. But I hadn't had the time to kind of think about this and look at this and study this. Well, you got another sheet there to consider. I probably like your defensive one a little bit better. It's because you see LeVar Arrington over there. So. Well, that, that's part of it. But, but, <laughs> but also there's just there's more guys that I think have, have, uh, have been tested over time. Mm. And there's some, there's some guys that I don't know if have been tested over time on here that I would agree with. Well, I should also say I considered their college careers. So, but that's about it. 
But what I'm saying is, when you talk about Charles Woodson, mm. not only did he dominate from before, but it's been, what, 20 years? And you still put him in that argument. And you still haven't seen another defensive Correct. player. Well, there's yet. guys on the offensive one that just got done, and they haven't stood the test of time yet. It's the Archie Griffin argument. This is the one. I, I don't. I don't have a strong opinion to Trump on any of okay. these. Right. But that's my argument. Some of these guys, I think it's. I don't know if they have stood the test of time to be on here. Like Orlando Pace, that you, you could say up to that point and after he he deserves on this. There's nobody that's knocked Orlando Pace off of this list. It's hard for me to put a guy on the list that just got on here. Mm. Again, if you're talking college football. I think Saquon trumps Ezekiel. Okay. Now, if you're factoring in what Ezekiel's done in the NFL as well, that's a different conversation. Okay. But in terms of just college, I, I think it's hard to argue with, with Saquon. Okay. Coach, I could keep you here talking about this, but I will not. Appreciate it. I appreciate your time. Penn State head coach James Franklin. Thank you much, sir. Thank you. I'm here with Northwestern football player Sam Jarek, Brandon Joseph, and Cam Porter. How you guys doing? Good, great, great. Right on, right on, right on. So, like, we was talking about the jersey, and I've been getting some love on a jersey, and I appreciate that. But, like, I don't know. I kind of want to get into the season with you, but I also want to start with a very simple question. Who's your favorite football player who's fictional? Movie football player. Let's put it that way. Maybe not fiction. Bobby Boucher. Okay. That dude from All-American. I can't even think of his name right now. The All-American show on Netflix. Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I don't know his name either. He went from the hood to, to that good to the good town. Okay. I like, yeah, he, he was to the good town. To the Look good at his name. To, 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 to the rich man town. <laughs> That's what I'm about to say. <laughs> Cam, what you got? Um, big fan of the longest yard. So okay. Uh, Adam Sandler in that. So for real, yeah. Paul Crew in that. Okay, yeah, all right. Definitely want to go okay. with that one. So. The old heads is shouting, Burt Reynolds. All right, so 2021 season again going to be unlike any other, like last year, but in a very different way. How you guys feel about playing in front of people? I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so excited. Being a Appreciate being a redshirt sophomore, my redshirt freshman year was the, my first year truly playing, uh -huh. and only playing in front of no fans was, I mean, it was football. It's like you're just going out there and playing football. So getting the fans back in there is going to be something that I cannot wait for. Sam, what you got? The atmosphere is what makes college football college football. So it wasn't quite the same last year, and really looking forward to having them back this year. Cam. It was definitely tough trying to find your own energy, find your own juice before every game. But I mean, I feel like it's going to be way easier with uh, Wildcat Stadium rocking. So now I'm going to start with you on this one, Sam, as the elder statesman in the room here. Last year, I feel to some of us, us neutrals, y'all kind of come out of nowhere, show up in the Big Ten championship game, give somebody a game, right? And then show right back up in a bowl game. How are you trying to build on that success from last year? I think we need to get to the point as a program where we are no longer that team that comes out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. We still have that reputation of being that small school that nobody really expects much out of, and I understand why. We are a high academic institution mm -hmm. and private school, but we have a lot of talent on our team, and we need to continue to build on that and understand the importance of winning. I appreciate that. Brandon? Uh, I'm going to echo everything he said. We, we're used to being the underdogs. We're used to being that team that shows up and is not supposed to win but finds a way to. So, I mean, honestly, I'll stay as the underdog. I'll be the underdog every day. I'll go out there and beat the, beat the big dog. That's what I like to do. So 
being an underdog, I know we as Northwestern, we want to take that next step from losing the Big Ten Championship and winning the Citrus Bowl mm -hmm. to winning that Big Ten Championship and making it to that next level. I know that's where we want to go next as a, as a, as a team. Cam. Like Sam and uh, B. Joe said, I mean, that's kind of our mindset. We kind of want to take that step where uh, let, to let people know that we're a team, a great team, and we're a team to, here to stay. So we can compete with anybody in the country, um, academically and athletically. Mm -hmm. And I think um, that's the key, man, just keep building. And that's kind of our mindset going into all of this. Nah, I love that. I do, because you're right in that when I think of Northwestern, being in media, I think about journalism school, right? But y'all also have one of my favorite people as your athletic director. He was also my athletic director at the University of Tulsa for a while, and Dr. Gregg. And he's always going to be very high on being good at both. <laughs> Want to win championships on and off the field, as he says. All right, so one of the things that I think is also overlooked about Northwestern, I would love for y'all to speak to this from the standpoint of being developed by Coach Fitz and the staff, but also just what goes on in the classroom. Y'all been turning out some picks in the NFL here lately. Nobody's talking about it. Like, we're going to get to you in a second because you ain't got Greg Newsom over there to help you no more. Mm -hmm. I got Cameron Mitchell. Ooh, look at you being quick with it. I already know. Okay, all right, all right. So, bump my question. Wait, tell me about Cam. Tell me how you feel about that secondary. I think our secondary, we, we went out and did what we did last year, and I think we got some young talent that, I don't know if y'all saw Cameron Mitchell in the last few games and then A.J. Hampton over the course of that season. They're both back, too, and I think them along with me and our whoever we're going to put in at that fourth spot, we got a chance to be the best DBs in the country right there again. Right on, man. So, like, Greg is drafted first round. Rashawn, of course, gets drafted first round. What is the development like at Northwestern? Sam, let's start with the offensive line, Rashawn Slater. It's so nice having coaches who have played, like, North at – Northwestern coach Fitz playing there. He knows exactly what we've been through. Coach Anderson, our offensive line coach, played O-line at Michigan. He knows exactly what the grind is in camp, days of practice, and he is a technician, mm -hmm. helping to develop our technique, helping to make us the better players that we deserve to be. Right on. Cam, what do you got? I mean, we obviously had the best head coach in college football, but uh, me personally, for my position, I feel like I had the best running back coach in the country in Lou Ianni. Um He's developed guys like David Montgomery, Kareem Hunt, and I feel like, I mean, he just knows what it takes to bring the best out of you and to make you the best back that you can possibly be. So he believes in you and he wants you to be the best. So. No, I'm with that. I'm with that. All right, let's flip to some fun questions, right? Kind of like the one we started with. So down the line, first player that comes to your mind, who is your favorite past college football player? Sam, we'll start with you. Tim Tebow. Okay. You want to tell me why? He's fun to watch, man. Okay. May, he revolutionized college football. Revolutionized? Okay. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm not going to fight you on that. I'm a, man won two national championships. We'll leave it there. We'll leave it there. Brandon. My favorite. I'm from College Station, Texas. Grew up watching Texas A&M. Uh -huh. Grew up having season tickets to go watch that man, Johnny Manziel, when he was there was probably the most exciting person I've watched. I used to be a quarterback too, so back when I was a quarterback, I used to watch them and love their game, and Johnny was just running over, running around everybody, so he was, he was insane. See, now you're gonna make Texas A&M alums just mad. Like, well, how are we not gonna get Brandon Johnson? No, I'm gonna let it go. I was in their backyard, that's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> okay, it hurts to say it. Cam, who you got? Oh, this is tough, but I'm gonna have to either go with DeMarco Murray in college, mm. or I'm gonna have to go with Braxton Miller. So I'm an Ohio kid. Uh, okay. Braxton Miller is obviously an Ohio legend. I was about to say, you a Cincy kid, know, not just an Ohio kid. I know. Yeah. That's tough, but I mean, dude was electric. Down the line, who would you most want on the team to date your sister? Most? 
Most want. Okay. Ooh. Oh, oh. Ooh. I want to go least because I got a least. Go ahead, lay it on me. Least is Wayne Dennis. <laughs> go ahead, put that on TV. <laughs> Wayne, you know it too, but everyone gonna say your name. Who's the worst? Who's the worst to you? I will go with Wayne Dennis. <laughs> Sam, you got a teammate you want to date your sister? I don't think I want any of my teammates dating my sister. Hey, I'll give my, I'll give my sister to Hunter Johnson. That's a good guy. Oh, yeah, okay. maybe Hunter. Hunter Johnson's yeah. a great guy. Okay. I'd let Hunter date right. my sister. Andrew Morty. Quarterbacks are, are nice yeah, guys. Yeah, quarterbacks are nice dudes. Yeah, I'm going to let y'all think that. Y'all got <laughs> hey, our, got Hunter Johnson's not Johnny okay. Manziel. <laughs> okay. <laughs> See, that's, let's keep it 100. Let's keep it a buck. I like that one. All right. So... I went ahead and put together what I thought was the best all-time Big Ten team ever, offense. It's a lot of red. Defense, a lot of red, it's a lot of red. Pick a fight with it if you need to. Pick a fight with it if you need to. Who is Bronco? Nagurski? Mm-hmm. I'm from Texas. Okay. I don't know too much about the Big Ten. But, but you know Nagurski who award. Is, uh, is about to give it to the best defense player of the year every year. Yeah, I thought this one you might want to, you know, keep your eye on. That's the <laughs> <laughs> he like, I'm thinking about the Thorpe Award. I'm not thinking about I am thinking about the Thorpe. I'm not thinking about the Bronco Dukersky Award. Well, they got a running back over there. Switch. Jonathan switch, switch. Taylor. Anybody you don't like over there? I mean, it's hard to argue with any of those. Those okay. are all some great players. I yeah. wish I knew who was. Yeah, I got a little piece of Justin Fields, though. I'm just gonna, okay. Brandon can talk about that. Did you put Justin? Yeah, best, best Big Ten quarterback of all time? Who you got? I mean, I don't, I don't know the big, like I said, I don't know the Big Ten. Like, I'll put Justin, I would love for him to be the best Big Ten quarterback of all time. He's like, yeah, because I got him. Got that in my back pocket. Cam, what you got? All time? Yeah, all time, dog. Big Ten been around for a very long time. Jonathan Taylor and Zeke? Who else you got? I mean, you got to go, you got to put Archie Griffin in. See, you're the first player to say that to me. Really? You're the first one. Come on, now that's a legend. I just, I just don't. I just, I'm not I giving anybody. You know, it's not the all Heisman list. It's the all-time great list. I didn't know if it was like you know, past ten years. No, it's e- ever, all time. Ever. But you know Archie Griffin's name. Yeah. Why did you pick him out? Like I always say, I'm an Ohio kid, so I okay. mean, all you hear about is Ohio State legends. So right. I mean. Obviously, my dad grew up watching him, so he cut on old tapes of Archie Griffin. I'm like, who is this guy running literally everybody over? So, I mean, I'm a big Archie Griffin fan, so and it kind of surprised me a little bit, but All right. respect All right. it. No, I appreciate that. No, you good? Yeah, you good? good? You straight? You straight? You straight? Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> I'm here with Michigan players, Hassan Hoskins, of course, Aiden Hutchinson, and Josh Ross. You guys doing okay? Yes, sir. Yeah. Going good. good. Right on, right on. All right, so let's start with I think the marquee game on the schedule for us neutrals, you guys got a game against Washington, I think week two for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that Pac-12 Big Ten connection is what we're all really interested in, but how are y'all feeling about just being able to play football or something like regular again? Oh yeah, you wanna start off? I'll pop it off, man, it's so exciting. You know, coming off a year like last year, you know, it was tough, it was COVID, no fans, tough year, you know, didn't play our, our best ball, but it's a new opportunity. Everybody back, everything back to normal, like everything good. Yeah, man. So. Now, you getting, like, you gonna get letter number five? Huh? That's it, like, you, you lettered this year, you gonna have five. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. They gonna get you a new jacket? <laughs> <laughs> he needs one. I'm saying, though, right? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, five yeah. letters? I know, it's, for a it's minute. been a minute, yeah, it but. Me. <laughs> it ain't even about, it's, 
Like I said, man, it's exciting though. Like just coming off of last year, coming into this year, new opportunity, all that good stuff. Like it's it's go time. Back for war, man. It's almost camp. Four yeah. wasn't good enough. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> We're ready now. For real. It's war time. That's what's up. That's what's up. All right, so Aiden, I gotta ask you specifically, and yeah. Josh, feel free to jump in, and I'm sure, Sign, you got some things to say. I'm from Tulsa, Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. Y'all got one of mine's playing safety. Oh, okay. Yeah. Dirty <laughs> 30 is one of mine. Dirty 30, okay. <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, how is that secondary, and in particular, what are you expecting him to do this year? Yeah, our secondary is uh, it's gonna be real good, I think. I think we got, we got all four starters returning, actually. Mm -hmm. You got Brad, Dax, Vince, Jermaine on the other side. Um, I mean, we're gonna have a lot of experience coming back. Dax is gonna be balling out. He's got now a lot of game experience under his belt for only being a was he junior this year? Yeah, I think. Yeah. Um, and then Brad, fifth year in. I mean, we got a lot of experience everywhere in the secondary, so I think that's important too with all the signaling, the calls. Everyone's got to be on the same page, and having older guys in the secondary, it's a lot easier to, to communicate that and just be on the same page with everything. So, I would be remiss if I didn't ask y'all how you're adapting to Coach McDonald. Uh, I could take that. Um, coach McDonald's a great coach, and uh, one of the my first impressions about Coach McDonald was, man, this guy is really easy to talk to, and I'm serious. Like, he's an easy to talk to guy, and he's a young guy, and he's an energetic guy. You know what I'm saying? And he wants the same mission we want: it's to win games, and that's all he wants. And you know, just learning, coming coming from winter conditioning to spring ball, actually installing some of the defense and, and learning and putting in new fronts and all these things, it's been really, really, really good. And uh, we're so excited for camp and get everything going because it's going to be good. Yeah. yeah, I think Coach McDonald, too, he's, his level of focus is one thing I observed, you know, coming in and, and seeing him come in. Um, I think he's just so locked in and focused on, on our defensive goal this, this year and just bringing out a good defense that's going to be, you know, just unstoppable. So um, that, that's, that's one thing that I really observed with Coach Mack. And even in spring ball, he's got the fire, but he's also got the focus. So it's a good blend um, of two kind of opposite-like things. But, um, yeah, I, I really – I'm interested to see how this year goes because it's going to be – it's going to be a show, man. Yeah, and then one thing I will add just about the secondary, and specifically Dax. Mm -hmm. Dax is a baller. He's a baller, He's man. a baller. He's like that. But, you know, like, especially, like, uh, after his first year, of course he played, you know, he did it. He did what he did. It's quiet. Yes. Quiet. Yes. It's quiet. Really difficult to get something out of him. It's quiet. Yeah, he's quiet. Silent like, killer, man. He's it's like now, <laughs> you know, like now as he, like, getting older, getting to it, you know, getting older, becoming a vet, talking more. And not only just him, but... Brad Hawkins, you know, one of my closest friends that's a fifth year with me. You know, you got RJ Moten, you got um, Jamon, you got DJ, you got Vince. All these guys in the secondary, we've been around each other for a really, really long time. Um, and it's just exciting to just go out there and you look over, you communicate, and you know, like, that is, he got my back. I've been playing with this dude for two years. No, you know he got my back for real. Yeah, you know, yeah. and we built so many good relationships and all that stuff. And it's like, I know he going to make sure I'm good. Yeah. So I want to switch to what I think are some fun questions. So we're going to start with you. Okay? I bet. Who was your favorite past college football player? Favorite college? That's a tough one. Uh, I already know. 
I'd probably say Adrian Peterson. Okay. Could have guessed that. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's my idol right there. I about to say, watch, yeah, man's from Eureka. He understand. <laughs> he understand. He understand. Yeah, I watched a, I watched a lot of his games. Yeah, that's just my idol right there. Like, I look up to him for sure. What's up? About you, Aiden? I'd probably say my dad. Uh, he okay. played Michigan. Right on. Back, uh, back in the day. Captain Deep, team, right? Captain, defensive yeah. lineman, same kind of deal. And um, you know, I'll go back, watch some of his film. It's fun seeing him because I see some similarities between us, and it's uh, it is cool though to, to see it. I would say Reggie Bush, and uh, back in the day, running back was kind of my main position. I'm a backer now, but back in the day, you know, when I played for the Cubs, like shout out to the Cubs, like when I played for the Cubs, like running back is my position, and I'm like I want five, like because Reggie Bush, like I want five. And like, I was really like, in that 2006 NCAA, like, I used to be at home, like, grinding, <laughs> grinding. But no, that's definitely like that. Because that was the first year I kind of started playing football. Always wanted to be a running back. Started off originally, like, kind of playing lineman, being a little bit bigger. <laughs> but always wanted to play running back, didn't end up being able to. But like, Reggie Bush, like, started that love for football for me for sure. I put together what I thought was the best all time offense and defense oh, in sad. the Big Ten history. Oh. Tell me who I left off and who you gonna take off to get them all. Because remember, it's 11 aside. The best offenses in Big Ten history? The best yeah, offense? That's, that, that's, that was my arrogance, yes. I'm not gonna lie. On that defense, I need to see D. Bush on there. Yeah, D. Bush. Okay. <laughs> I need to see yeah, D. Bush on there because who, who like, are the linebackers? Ryan Shazier. Tell, tell, uh, when, you, when, when you see Devin, you tell him I got a TikTok account. Okay. I got you. <laughs> I got you. Bet, bet. So he can get, get him a piece. Okay. See, I can't say anyone can't be on this list. That's just a little disrespectful. Yeah, well, I mean, always I, guys are I, ballers. Well, but I appreciate that. I appreciate I that. Respect. That that is the Michigan man coming out. No. That is that. No, I appreciate that. All right. Tristan speak. words. No, I'm sorry. Let me not do that. Dude, what you, what's wrong with Tristan? It's nothing wrong with yeah, Tristan. Yeah, I, I did that too. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> nah. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But no, I ain't trying to be. Yeah. Oh, I, I can't. I can't hate anyone. No, I ain't trying to hate. It's yeah. just. You know. Well, there's a little hate. It is a little hate, a but little I hate. definitely nah, don't yeah, think. Nah, well, I'm saying all I just, time. Yeah, all time. That's he's too far. a great player. Good, all that's, time. That's too. Yeah, that's too. Far. All time is. Look, look, hey, look, hey. look, it's my list. Now, Jake Long, that's more like it. <laughs> but also, hey, ain't nobody uh, said nothing about Charles. Charles too. Huh? Yeah, yeah, that's valid. Yeah, that's valid. He's from here. Yeah. Keep I'm tripping. Like, give me a year. Yeah. Give me a program. Oh, give me Taylor Lewan. Okay. All right. Come on now. All right. Like, All right. So I got Taylor Lewan yeah. and I got D Bush. Devin Bush. For sure. Right. Josh, Aiden, Hassan. Thank y'all so much for this, man. I appreciate, I appreciate it. it. For sure. Thanks yeah, for having thanks us. For having us. I'm here with Minnesota coach PJ Fleck. Coach, how you doing? I'm doing elite. How are you? I elite. What makes you do elite? <laughs> it's a saying we have in our program. Well, just, just a mindset, right? Necktime mentality. Always attacking, never full. Uh, urgent pace, prefontaine pace. We call it, right? Mm. Always attacking, never full. And then the prefontaine pace, and then Farmers Alliance, man. Just make sure you can be trusted. Prefontaine. That's what we talk about being elite. But but. Prefontaine pace, did I hear that correctly? You did. So front running. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, we're and going all out, out sprinting. We're okay. going. Okay. Yeah, we're not pacing ourselves. We're well, going. Well, and to that end, you play the defending Big Ten champion to open the season. <laughs> I'm gonna lay something on you, coach, right sure. quick. All right. Ohio State hasn't lost a season opener since August 29th, 1999. I graduated high school in 1999. Really? <laughs> So, so uh, you were around for it. I was around for it. You might have been around for this one. I was not. 
They haven't lost a home opener since September 16, 1978. Nah, I wasn't around for that one. Okay, well, I've got to I wasn't answer. even a thought yet. That makes you a lot different than a lot of coaches. <laughs> I'm bald, though, so I <laughs> Okay. So what do you think it's going to take, other than being elite, for your, co or for your kids, not for your coaches, for your kids? To uh, we have to be at our best. Okay. I mean, to open, I mean, we have 12 games, right? And yes. you get to open the, the college football season, you know, for uh, Thursday night. Uh, Huntington Bank Stadium, maybe our third straight sellout. You get to play an Ohio State team defending Big Ten champions. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're always reloading. They're not rebuilding. Coach Day is one of the best coaches in America. Runs one of the best programs in America, right? And one of the most historic programs. I used to work there. I know it. Mm -hmm. We have a lot of respect for it. Uh, but our players have to realize that you got to be humble enough to know that anybody, it doesn't matter, can beat you if you're not at your best, mm -hmm. but confident enough to know you can beat anybody if you are at your best. Mm -hmm. And if you keep that mindset, and we prepare that way, and we keep together, grateful for the time together. We form an identity, make this 21 team different than any team we've ever had, and then we focus on each other. We got a chance. Building an identity year after year, though, that's difficult, and you have to do that in a matter of weeks, I think, leading up to a game like this, and then you're going to evolve with how you guys mature, right? But to that end, you got two guys in the backfield that I really love, outstanding leader in Tanner Morgan, and I was very excited to see the Mo Ibrahim show last year. What does it mean for you to have those two guys leading your offense? Well, we've got 10 starters back on offense, 10 mm -hmm. starters back on defense, all of our specialists besides our kicker. Uh, and that the experience matters. Mm -hmm. It truly does. When you have Tanner Morgan, who's been through what he's been through with his father passing away last week, uh, he's always been the emotional heartbeat of this team. He's been, he's been the leader of this football team. Uh, but also when you got everybody else coming back, the pressure gets taken off him because you got Mo Ibrahim back. But, mm -hmm. you know, Glenn Mason at Minnesota said a long time ago, you need a pair and a spare. Well, we have a pair, right? A spare, and then we have air mm. for the spare and the pair. It was, we have four backs okay. that we really like that, you know, Mohammed's got to be able to stay healthy for, right. you know, 12, 13, 14 games, whatever it is. Uh, and he's going to get his fair share. And he's going to get a, a big load of carries, but the, the, the Trey Potts right behind him and the Cam Wileys and the Bryce Williams, and those guys are going to get a lot of carries too. So we have something we haven't had in a long time, and that's depth. But we have two major contributors on offense who have played a ton of football for us, have led us to huge wins. We've had some tough defeats, but you have to embrace your past to create your future, and that's what those guys are going to do for us. And I couldn't ask for two better leaders than those two guys in our offense. One of the guys you brought with you, I was very excited to see is Boye Mafe. And my, I remember watching tape of him at Golden Valley. Man's got so much bigger yeah, and yeah. he's so much more confident. And now you're getting to add a guy like Niles Pinckney to this defensive line. How excited are you to see these guys go after people? I'm really excited. You know, okay. I mean, we have people talked about last year's defense, and, you know, we were missing 35 players in, in one of our Big Ten games. I mean, mm -hmm. some people got hit differently than other people sure. uh, with the COVID. And 2019, we were losing seven starters off that 11-win team, which we hadn't won 11 games since 1904. Mm. So we're losing seven starters on defense. We knew we were going to be young and inexperienced, but very talented. But then we never got to develop that talent throughout the year because of COVID. And then all of a sudden you get there and a bunch of inexperienced young players who haven't played mm. by the beginning of the year to the end of the year, we got a lot better. Mm. You look at that Nebraska game, look at that Wisconsin game, our defense played way better and everybody's back. And anchoring that is Boye Mafe. And Boye is one of those freak athletes that I said this in my presser. He's going to come here in Indy next year and blow away the combine. People are going to look at the numbers and look again and look again to make sure it's right. He's a freak that way. He had four and a half sacks in six games last year. 
But now that he needs to break out, and he knows that, and he's got to be that that heartbeat leader on the defense that he can be, and he will be. You add a guy like Niles Pinkney into the mix at the defensive line and the interior to really anchor it down. He was a captain at Clemson that won multiple national championships when he was there. He knows what it looks like. He knows how to be able to handle himself. And I think that's rubbed off on our defensive line and made us a better football team. So, Coach, I want to switch gears here real quick and ask you some questions I've asked some players, yours as well, and see what you do with these questions because have fun, as you've been saying, right? Sure. What was the last job you had before being a coach? <laughs> I was a sixth grade social studies teacher. Whereabouts? Uh, in, in DeKalb, Illinois. I was doing my uh, student teaching okay. uh, at Clinton Rosette Middle School. And then I played in the NFL, so NFL player before a coach, mm -hmm. but uh, elementary school teacher. And before that, in college, uh, I was part of Dr. Detail, the mobile car washing service. Van Dr. Detail driving to the city of Chicago with a big tanks of water and washing people's car while they go to work. That's what I did. So who was your favorite college football player from the past? Oh my gosh, I, I had a lot of them. I was Jim McMahon for Halloween for like three straight Halloween. Really? Jim McMahon, I'm from Chicago. Okay. So Jim okay. McMahon was my guy. And the punky QB, man, headband and all. So I would probably say growing up, it was him. Mm -hmm. It was anybody on the Chicago Bears. Mm -hmm. Dennis Gentry, there's a name for you. Willie Galt, right? Walter Payton. Um, yeah, all those guys. So, Coach, you've seen me with these placards in my hands, and I'm going to hand them both to you now. I put together what I thought was the best defense and offense ever in Big Ten history. Tell me who I left off. I mean, this is, this is crazy. I mean, you look at these guys. I mean, you can go through any one of them. I mean, you go, I mean. But you know who Charles Rogers and David Boston is. Oh, absolutely. See, and I'm I dealing, know all these guys. I'm, well, see, I'm dealing with kids that. Oh, they have no idea. Our <laughs> kids actually said this. Our kids said, someone handed me a list of defensive guys. And I asked, I think Muhammad Ibrahim said, who's this guy? I would never have picked him. He goes, well, he's a defensive coordinator at Wisconsin. His name's Jim Leonard. He's one of the greatest safeties ever to play in the Big Ten. And I was like, I had no idea who he was. <laughs> but these guys, if they're not on Madden, they probably have no idea. So this, this is a big-time list, though. No, I appreciate that, Coach. That's really good. Put some thought into There's it. a lot of Buckeyes on there. Well, let's see if you can't change that. Let's see if you can't change that. <laughs> no, I'm okay with that. I mean, okay. I was around. I, I worked at Ohio State, though. I mean, um, Teddy Ginn was pretty dominant. You know, I forget which one said that, but one of, oh, one of the kids came through and said, where's Ted Ginn? I said, doing what? You're going to take a wide receiver off, tell me which one. No, no, but no, right. no, they could play. I mean, you, Randy Moss, Marshall. Hey, uh, Rashad Bateman. Yeah. I mean, yet Randy Moss's career is finished, so I'd probably put Randy okay. on there. Okay. I mean, okay. you could go through okay. Troy Smith. I mean, what he did for the Buckeyes, whew, that, was, that was a fun era. I could go through just that team. And probably throw one or two more on there. So, oh, coach, pretty good. I appreciate that. Yeah, that was a good list. And I appreciate you, Coach. Uh, thank you so much for this, Coach PJ Fleck. And I hope, I hope and pray you have an outstanding season and you guys get better. Thanks a lot, man. I'm here with Maryland head coach Mike Lashley. Coach, how you doing? What's going on, RJ? I'm chilling, man. I appreciate you being a friend of the show. Right. It's nice to see a friendly face and all of this. The fellas you brought through, right? Yeah. Nick Cross, Delulia, and of course Dante Demas. They feel like the backbone of your team, but the backbone of your team is also still being formed, right? What does that feel like for you as you, you're seeing them stiffen up just a little bit each and every day? Yeah, we're, we're, we're in a growth phase still with, the, with our program. We're in, you know, we, realistically it's real th uh, year three, but 
if you look at the fact that we only played five games last year, I think we're like two and a half mm -hmm. in terms of our development. And, and I could even challenge that to be maybe one and a half because I got here really, really late uh, after the championship game at, at, from Alabama. And But the thing I like is that we got the culture right right now and that's the that's the first key to it and you usually can feel it and see it when you hear your players talk like you as a coach mm -hmm. and I'm starting to hear them talk like me a little bit as a coach in terms of player driven and mm -hmm. accountability and discipline and no BCEs mm -hmm. BCEs no BCEs or oh, what are no BCEs no bitching complaining or excuses okay all no right BCEs. no I like that I'm gonna keep that yeah, we'll just make that. sure you cite your source. <laughs> yeah. With that. Put your footnote at the bottom. There you go. Locks. There you go. There you go. Date it. Timestamp it. What 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 we got? What we got? We about five o'clock local time, July twenty yeah. second. There you go. I got you, coach. I got right. you. So in hearing them do those things, one of the other things that I like about your kids and I like about you is you've been so very open about what you think, why you think it, why you believe it. You've also been open about where you've been. I have not seen many coaches, especially head coaches, want to talk about where they were before they are where they are, and in this case being Alabama. Why have you been so open about that? Well, I think it's who I am as a person. Mm -hmm. Like I told you to cite your sources. Mm -hmm. When you steal something from somebody in terms of their philosophies or things that you like, mm -hmm. I think you own the credit of where you got it from. And, you know, I was very, de very deliberate. Uh, in my decision making when I went to work at Alabama mm. because I had opportunities to go other places and I actually went there as an off the field coach mm -hmm. uh, and then from there something that doesn't happen very often rose to co-coordinator to rose to the play caller co mm -hmm. the coordinator which is hadn't happened there so mm -hmm. um, very fond of my time of being able to as I call you know the sabbatical um, learning the three years I was at Alabama because I went to three straight national championship games mm -hmm. I mean how many people can say they did that? And I've been in the business 30 years now, and prior to going there 20, you know, three years ago or 27 years in, I'd never been to one national championship game. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I like coming to America. And you ever see McDowell's and McDonald's? Okay. <laughs> and they got the Big Mac, we got the Big Mick. So, but no, I got a lot of uh, respect for Coach um, and how he's been able to do it. And I went there with that intention to figure out how did you build this monster? And so I'm taking, I stole grandma's chocolate chip cookie recipe. And if she say put three drops of vanilla extract in there, why am I gonna put four? So. No, I appreciate that. And I also appreciate that you're not afraid to use what you know works. Mm -hmm. I feel many times we're trying to reinvent the game and mm -hmm. it's still 11 aside, you still block, mm -hmm. you still tackle, you still mm -hmm. pass, you still run, yeah. you know? Uh, all right, coach, let's flip to what I think are some more interesting and fun questions. Got it. Uh, but the first one, again, have fun with it. Say three nice things about your rival. I like his family. They got really nice family and kids. Um, got some pretty good players. Yes, pretty good players, man. Really respect those guys. And uh, nice haircut. <laughs> nice haircut. Lineup is not too out of whack. I like <laughs> it. No, I appreciate that. A lot of people can't get to three. My respect for that. Uh, all right, last one of these. Best uniforms in college football, not named Maryland Terrapins. 
hate to say this, man. I hate to say it. I mean, especially with the old ACC rivalry. We hate each other in basketball, but that North Carolina powder ball, <laughs> it's fire, man. It's fire. Like, I like it. You know, it's fire. I like it. Hey, look, it's a good look. It's it a good is, look. Man. It's, I hate even saying it. Sorry, Terps fans. I, I, I really don't, but I do. All right, Coach, take a look at these. I put together what I thought was the best all-time Big Ten offense and defense. Who did I leave off? All-time. And this is based on their college playing yes, sir. years. All right, because yes. if you it. don't have Tom Brady on it, but I know he was average. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They don't want to be very loud about that, though. Yeah. Golly, you got Jake Long. You got worse. Take a look at defense Jake's. right quick. Cause we running up on time, so if you're gonna pick a fight, you need to pick a fight. Yeah. Far. Wow, okay. Mm -hmm. Now, dude, he didn't play in that Big Ten. I, I had the same conversation with the kids. I was right? going to say, because EJ Anderson, Oof. most decorated player in our, at, at Maryland, but he didn't play. He played ACC. Right. Dang. Jack Tatum. Um, it's okay to say I'm perfect. You ain't though, man. I'm gonna find one on here. I mean, I like Jim Leonard, but man, I got somebody else I can put back there for, with. Uh... Nah, you might be right, man. Dang. It's a deep lead. It's a deep Running lead. back though. See, I think, man, Kurt Warner might make this that running back list if you're gonna okay. go back, back, like. Okay. But. Was he in the Big Ten when he played? I don't or that don't matter. So. I don't no, think so. I don't think so either. The kids usually be picking on Saquon Barkley yeah. to take that Jonathan Taylor spot. I would, uh, but he wasn't Saquon. Yeah, he had two good years. Jonathan Taylor was really the first back there. Though was the big boy, man. The Wisconsin. He kind of set that thing. Ron Dane. Ron Dane. Yeah. Like I would maybe go with the big horse there, but. Bro, you're pretty, that's pretty strong. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. That's pretty strong. Well, Coach Mike Loxley, thank you so much for your time, sir. And again, I wish you the best of luck this upcoming season. Appreciate it. Yes, sir. I'm here with Michigan head coach Jim Harbaugh. Coach, how you doing? Doing good. I'm doing good too, Coach. I want to start with this, though. You have three outstanding quarterbacks, and I feel like any one of them is good enough to lead your team. What do they provide you? Um, well, the... Uh, Cade McNamara, for instance, uh, he's, he's the one who's come out of spring practice and uh, is, our, is our number one quarterback. Played last year, uh, was successful. He's got, a, uh, he's got a gene in him that you know, he, he must win. You know, he's got to be successful, you know, got to do it for the team. Um, and he's also got this ability to, to lead, you know, to be, hold himself accountable for things. And, and bring others along. Uh, he's, he's, he's got a knack. And, and J.J. McCarthy has a lot of those same qualities. Mm. Really does. And, and uh, arm talent is really good, like Cade, and really good athlete. Uh, but then there's Cade there that he's not giving it up. Mm. And 
JJ is is uh, against Rutgers. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, as I said, JJ's got the same qualities. I mean, they're, uh, it's like iron, it's like watching iron sharpen iron. Okay. It really is. Uh, Dan Valari has, has come, come a very long way uh, in his throwing uh, mechanics and being able to throw, make all the throws right now, uh, but also a really good athlete, size, physical type of uh, speed, force. Uh, agility, dual threat quarterback, uh, and also can contribute on special teams. So the, those three guys, I mean, I, you watch them grow, watch them mature, and watch them watch them have at it, and roll the balls out there, and you know, watch them watch them compete compete for what they want to do, which is lead our team. You also have uh, another guy on the other side of that ball from my hometown, Tulsa, Oklahoma, uh, Daxton Hill. Yeah, no, he's. He's a player, yeah. uh, and he's in a position of leadership for you this year. What is he providing you on the back end? Dax is uh, an elite athlete uh, with elite athletic gifts, uh, and you know, tremendous. Uh, you know, seeing this this uh, kind of a quiet fire mm -hmm. in him. You know, he doesn't uh, not all out there. You know, uh, he's got a he's got a humility about him. But like when he gets matched up with somebody and it's like time to time to show what you can do. I mean that's that's when he he excels the most, mm -hmm. and uh, he he can uh, he can do things that only have have been given by God, Dad, and Mom. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, yeah, now that he's in that now he's in that upperclassman position, he's in that leadership position. Uh, you know, seen, seen even more of a sense of urgency from him. I've said it before, he's the best pure football player I've only ever seen with my own two eyes, and I'm very excited to see what he's still capable of. I really enjoy watching him play ball. Um, Coach, going into this season. When did you first see him play? I saw him play in high school at Booker T. Was yeah. I went to Booker T. Uh -huh. I saw him as a freshman. Great and, program. Well, uh, yes, yes, but you don't see underclassmen make the jump like he made the jump. And to do every, everything you could do, playing offense, defense, special teams, of course, but I don't see guys playing center field, or not center field, over on the right side of the field, make a loop, and then make a play on the ball because he's covering somebody else's position. I just didn't see it. Yeah. And he knows what he's doing on a football field. He is at home on a football field. And I felt that he was built to play the sport. So him getting to see play for you. Yeah, I'm still I'm still waiting to see what else he's going to surprise me with. Yeah, I think you're going to continue to see him uh, grow and get better and better. Um, you know, he's like I said, he's kind of, kind of a, a silent assassin. You know, in, in terms of he has you know that that kind of humility, but yet I mean, he is uh, he's got rare gifts and he's very confident in his ability. Um, yeah, it's going to be. Could be fun to continue to watch, but that's that's really profound. You said that the I, best one you've seen with your own with my own, with your two, own eyes. two eyes. Yes, sir. Yeah, uh, and I and I want to continue to see that come into fruition. You brought three guys with you that are all contributors for your team, uh, but I wanted to talk specifically about Asan Haskins because I was preparing for this interview and I'm preparing to talk with him, and hearing how his coaches at Eureka would talk about uh -huh. him, you would think this FBS prospect. And yet he's still there, jumping high, jumping six foot seven. You know he's putting fourteen hundred yards on the ground. 
Um, what made you believe that he could play for you? And then, now that he's here and he's in this position of leadership, what are you still waiting on him to do? He's one of my favorite players on the team. Mm -hmm. you know, uh, there's nobody I like more than Hassan Haskins. Uh, he's a freak athlete. Uh, I mean, you, just, you just said it, 6'7", as a high jumper, uh, 1,400 yards as a running back. He had like 11 sacks as, a, uh, wow. as an outside linebacker. He can get into positions and um, uh, but like that, that doesn't look like a human being could really get into that position and recover. And um, as a running back, I mean, he will, he will get two more yards than what the play is blocked for. At least a yard more than what it's blocked for. If it's blocked for zero, he's getting at least a yard or two. If it's blocked for four, he's getting six. If it's blocked for six, he's getting, you know, eight to ten. Um, and he could be he could be a, he would be a great linebacker hmm. as well. Um, and you know, if he were sitting here and like we were saying this about him, you know, he would be he would be like, don't say that, you know, like yeah, yeah. As I get that, know, I get that from uh, you know, it's uh, he's uh, I mean, in terms of humility, in terms of work ethic hmm. at the at the highest, uh, he is. Uh, He's def as I said, he's, he's, it's all good. He would have been drafted last year. He's come back for another year. Um, you want to say football player, he's a football player. I mean, that's, and that's the highest compliment I think you can give any, any football player. I mean, he is a football player. <laughs> Appreciate that, Coach. I want to shift to what I think are a bit more fun questions. I took the liberty of putting together what I thought of as the all-time best Big Ten team. Wow. Offense and defense. Let me know who I left off. You need to compare. You, you know, know what? All, I hear that from good. coaches. I hear yeah. that from coaches. Um, you don't like to, I don't like to compare. It's just every time you compare, somebody gets diminished. You know, it's kind of like the, it's like the LeBron-Jordan debate. You know, they're both great. They're both great. We, we'll just, I'm just going to stop there. Brady, Manning, you know, they're, they're both great. All right. I'll A lot take of great that, ones. Coach. I'll take that, Coach. Uh, Michigan coach Jim Harbaugh, thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Yes, sir. I'm here with Minnesota players Tanner Morgan, Boye Maffei, and Muhammad Ibrahim. Guys, how you doing? Good. Pretty good. good. Thank Same. you for having us. Ah, man, I appreciate y'all being here. I'm going to ask question to you first, Tanner. Uh, you guys open the season with a really good opponent. How has that helped energize you for the start of the season? Yeah, I mean, I think when you're playing Ohio State, it's one of the, the best programs in college football. You know, we're excited for the opportunity and the challenge to play them. Um, and it's, it's, you know, every game lives independently and we're excited for the challenge and the opportunity week one. And we know it's right off the bat. So we're looking forward to it. Boye, well, yeah, you get to go at that offensive line. How excited are you about that? I mean, they're a great team. They always have a great team. They always reload every year. So to have the opportunity to go against them first week, you know, that's, that's exciting, obviously. You know, to have that challenge, to have something to start off the season, is, it's amazing. I feel it's, the energy in the room is just like, let's, let's play. <laughs> yeah, man. Muhammad, you're going to be seven yards deep against that defense. What you thinking? Uh, I know that I have a challenge ahead of me, um, but I'm trusting in our coaching. Uh, my old line, my tight ends, my wide receivers that, you know, we can get the job done. Um, you know, 
uh, that team is going to reload. I know they lost a lot of people, but you know they reload every year. You know they're going to reload, go to the draft, reload, go to the draft. So it's a common thing for them. So um, understand that that they're going to be loaded next year. Um, so uh, you know we're going to we're going to take day by day in August, get better and better, um, and uh, you know get ready for the challenge. Tanner, pointedly, uh, you had two of the best wide receivers in the country the last couple of years. Who are you expecting to take up that mantle this year? Yeah, I mean, I think every guy's a little different, right? Mm -hmm. um, you know, comparison's still your joy, so we can't really compare uh, one guy to the next. But uh, one thing about our coaching staff is we have two elite wide receiver coaches and Coach Simon, Coach Fleck. Um, and obviously, Chris Hopman-Bell's played a lot of football. He's played at a high level, and he's continued to take that next step. Um, so we got a – and he's led that, that room a lot. So we got a lot of guys that – uh, are excited for the opportunity um, you know, to get more reps and do things like that. And, you know, I love that group, and I'm excited to see uh, how those guys continue to, to develop. Boy, well, yeah, a bit retooled on that defensive line. And you playing rush in, and I feel like you're going to have some fun this year, yeah? <laughs> uh, yeah, we, we got a lot of additions onto the team, and uh, a lot of people you know, brought all the guys back for the next season. So to have the additions come in and help, and I feel like they're great additions for us. They, they're they're going to be people that are going to help us out and this next season and the defense is, you know, we're all getting better every day. And that's one of the biggest things on defense. We had to figure out what our weaknesses were and what we had flaws and take those flaws and the master them and make something new out of them. Muhammad, speaking for myself here, it was very exciting for me to watch the Muhammad Ibrahim show last year, right? With the performance that you put on the shortened amount of time. How much do you feel pressure this year going into 21? I don't feel pressure. Mm -hmm. um, none of it would be here without the work. Uh, the workers would make it all go. Um, so just put my head down and keep working, uh, get focused for the next day and get better each and every other day um, is very important to me. So uh, without the work, you wouldn't even know who I am. So uh, I just got to lean back on the work and just keep focusing. 100%, 100%. I have the, let's call it arrogance, to put together what I think of as the all-time best offense and defense in Big Ten history. Tell me who I left off. And when you tell me, tell me who you're taking off. Oof. Bronco Rangers. That's been hard. Oof, that's That's tough. We mulling. We mulling. What are we thinking? That's tough. Let me see defense. Yeah. Let me see how you think, man. It's okay to say I got it perfect. It's all right. Let me see how you think. Ooh, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, I think I think we going for six every time. That's what I think. <laughs> I think we going for six and we tackling people in the backfield. This, this, this I don't know. Mm. Hey, say names. Say names. I only know this. Uh... Mm. I don't like, know I, him. I feel I don't like know him. I'm not gonna lie. I must be too young. Yeah. <laughs> like, <try> to... <laughs> yeah I was looking at the name. I was like. Yeah. I think I'm, names of people, but I don't know him. I, think oh, I'm I gotta see his highlights. I gotta tape. see his tape. I, I don't know who, who that who, is. Who? Who we talking about? Jim. Jim Leonard. Jim Leonard. Jim Leonard, D defense coordinator at Wisconsin. Yeah. He's the DC at Wisconsin. Right now? Yeah. He's smart. No, that's. Hey, no. I, I get it. No, that that plays. Yeah. That plays. What year did he play? Ooh, oh two, oh three. Oh yeah, I was like three years old. Carl, I got that right. Okay. Yep. Yeah. All right. I gotta see his highlight too. Yeah, I gotta see that because I, I okay. don't know about that. But this offense. Yeah, I was thinking that too. Offense, you got it right. Okay. The All thing right. the thing is like I don't I don't nah, really that's, remember that's Charles Rogers. 
at Michigan State. Yeah, and I like I feel bad saying that. <laughs> no, hey, look, yeah, if I you don't remember, you don't remember. Like, <laughs> right. I'm expecting people to come to me and be like, who is David Boston? And then I got to fight. But you Yeah, know. right. No, I know everybody else. Nah. Yeah. I think I think besides that, it's really I, solid. You, you I like the Justin Fields pick. I appreciate that. I like that. that. I appreciate that. Especially coming from a player who had an opportunity to play the same time he did in this right. league. Yeah, he may, no. I mean, he's he's different. He's special. So I respect that pick for sure. Right on. Right on. Mo, speak now. Better hold your peace. I don't know. Let me see, that, let me see the wide receivers again. I think you did your thing. You did your thing on offense. Okay. All right. Do you remember? Yeah, like, he was who, different. Who, 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 we, who we talking about? Who we talking about? He's talking about Shazier. I'm talking about Jimmy. No, 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 no. no he, oh, who you talking about? No, no, not Shazier. I'm saying, like, we don't know what this is. Yeah. Uh, I, think, I just don't you know, know who why it I is. Replace it. I don't know. I respect him, so. Peppers? Um, for who? For who? Real quick. I don't know Jim. I'm sorry. Okay. I just don't all right, know him. So, Jabril for Jim. I just don't know him. Okay. That's all right. You know if, what I mean? But you, if you know Jabril, Ride with Jabril, yeah. right? Because there's a lot of dudes that people threw at me that I'm like, oh, I don't know that dude. I don't know that dude. You putting Justin Fields over Drew Brees? Uh, yes, yeah, yeah, yes, I am. Because? Because I think that Justin Fields wins a national championship with that Purdue roster, but that's just me. Okay. Mm. All right. We can keep arguing about it. We keep talking about it, discussing it. But I got to let y'all go. Tanner Morgan, Boye, Mo. Thank y'all so much for doing this. Yeah, for sure. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having us. I'm here with Northwestern head coach Pat Fitzgerald. Coach, how you doing? I'm doing great, thanks. Um, I commented before we started taping that you sent a funny tweet <laughs> and breaking. We will not be naming a starting quarterback today. Uh, funny how that never happens in media days. Very rarely does it, and and uh, nor am I going to now. But thanks for asking. Well, see, that's the thing though. Like, uh, <laughs> I look at your quarterbacks, and I see two guys that know how to play football. Yep. And I think. And watching Peyton Ramsey, what he was able to do last year. Right. You get a lot of guys that aren't always paying attention. I get from you that those guys are, and you feel good about both of them. I do. I really do. And I think we have a third with Andrew. So, you know, I feel like we've got really good competitive depth there. Someone's got to take the job over to start the year. Uh, but uh, I feel good about the room. I need to ask you about your new athletic director, who yeah. is my athletic director wow. at the University of Tulsa, uh, yeah. Dr. Greg. Have you got a chance to get to know him? I, I, we've gotten to know each other a little bit. Doc's going to get uh, up on campus really starting full time on Sunday. Mm -hmm. Look forward to building that relationship. We've had some great talks. I think we're very much aligned with where we want to go and what we want to do, and I'm really excited to work with him. One of the things I mentioned to your kids who come in here just a, a little bit earlier was you don't get lauded for the development that goes on at Northwestern as much as you should, especially when taking out Rashawn yeah. and Greg. Right. What are you guys doing to prepare these players for not just the NFL, but getting drafted in the first round? Well, I think the credit goes, first of all, to the young men. I mean, they put the, the effort in, and that's the key ingredient. Of course, I'm proud of our strength staff and nutrition and athletic training and our coaching staff, the job that they did putting together a blueprint to develop both young men. But at the end of the day, it's the effort that they put in. Uh, they both were pretty fortunate to stay relatively healthy, put great tape on, on, out there so that they could be evaluated. And then the best part, when they started to go through the NFL evaluation, they didn't have to become someone new. They just had to be themselves. And so they're from great families, incredibly humble young men that love the game, that play it the right way, that are going to make the Chargers and the Browns incredibly happy to draft them in the first round. How much are you depending on Brandon Joseph to buoy your secondary this year? Well, Brandon's got a lot of experience now, and uh, you wouldn't have said that a year ago, but to yeah. see what he's been able to accomplish in a short amount of time is nothing less than spectacular. 
great ball skills. I, I think really understanding the nuances now of playing defense uh, as he gets more experience. Uh, but wow, is he a talented guy when that ball is up in the air. In as much as a cornerback can, has he been helpful to Coach O'Neill in getting acclimated? It, it, he has. I mean, you know, Jim's been in our program before as a graduate assistant, uh, a wealth of experience at the NFL and collegiate level. Uh, and what I loved about when we brought Jim in was the fact that he wanted to make this our defense, not just mm -hmm. his. And, you know, that collaboration with Marty Long and, and Tim McGargle and Matt McPherson has been something that, uh, you know, in my opinion, is going to be hopefully our hallmark of our defense this year. I need to ask you, and I'm trying to be as pointed as I can with this question, so forgive me. How have you been able to do this at a place like Northwestern for so long? Because we don't see longevity like you have yeah. there at this position. Like, we just don't see it. Right. Well, consistency of support. Mm. You know, we've had great support from our leadership, our trustees, our president, our athletic directors, and we've had great players. Mm. You know, we've had players that have had all Big Ten careers across every one of my seasons that I've had the privilege of coaching. And then a consistency in our staff. I've had a, you know, very little turnover. We've got a little bit more as of late with some retirements and things of that nature. But um, I think the, the, the consistency in, in the leadership, the support, and, the, and then our players. Is there a part of the game as it's becoming more contemporary and modern that you're enthusiastic about in what, it, what we're seeing today, whether it be name, image, and likeness, sure. expansion of the playoff, those sorts of things? Well, I think anything that touches the game that's a nuance is pretty neat. Okay. Uh, I think it creates a lot of change. For some people, they hear change and then, oh, you know, they get, they get I, I don't mind it, especially someone who's been at a school as long as I have, mm -hmm. the ability to, to have some change and make it be a benefit for the game, mm -hmm. make it be a benefit for the student athletes. Uh, I'm two hands up all for it. Well, I, it's interesting you say that because I've said, are they still playing 11 aside? Yeah, right. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny is, is that as is I look at the game itself, mm -hmm. You could say that there's been some nuances with maybe a little bit more explosiveness, a little bit more wide open. The rule changes have created that right mm -hmm. in the passing game. And, you know, our game is kind of getting a little bit more closer to the NFL model of throwing the ball more. Mm -hmm. But the game in and of itself is still about blocking and tackling, throwing and catching and covering. Uh, and then obviously some important kicks and snaps. Outside the game is where a lot of this is changing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I do think the one constant is the game. The game hasn't changed, and there still is a level of commitment and trust and toughness and hard work. All the values that go along with our game, those have not changed, and I, and I think it stood the test of time. Coach, I want to pivot to some, I think, much more fun questions, sure. and I would appreciate uh, having some fun with them. So yes, the first sir. one is, what's the last job you had that had nothing to do with coaching football? I did radio sales before I became a graduate assistant coach. So wow. I was a salesman for a radio station in Chicago. Did you did you like that job? Uh, I got into coaching as fast as I could. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's I fair. was in a startup radio station and we had no numbers. So we were just building relationships and then I segued out. So I had a blast with wow. great people. It was a lot of fun. It was kind of a little stopgap job between getting cut by the Cowboys and getting into coaching. So great people. I had a lot of fun, but uh, I'm, I've been ecstatic to be in coaching ever since. Oh, man, selling book without a book. That's it's not fun. No, not at all. Um, which fictional football player do you most want to join your team? Wow. Mm. When you say fictional football player. Movie. 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 Oh, wow. Well, it wouldn't be Rudy. Uh, <laughs> I've met him. Uh, <laughs> it, it, would, uh, it would probably be Bobby Boucher. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I, th I think I'd take the water boy. Is it because he's tackling? Is it because he's charismatic? Yeah, I think it's because that, that attitude that he had took out and permeated through the whole program 
in the university. So I think I'll go with Bobby Boucher. Hey, man, I like a man that loves his mama. <laughs> so, Coach, I uh, got the arrogance to put together an all-time Big Ten defense and okay. offense. Okay. And as I said, I'm probably going to get in trouble. Might get okay. yelled at there. Okay. But tell me who I left off, who you put uh, on. Offensively, mm. um, you know, you can't put every Buckeye on there. <laughs> uh, but I, I would uh, – there was this kid named Eddie George. Yeah. You know. Okay. Um, All right. I, yeah. Contemporary I, yours. Yeah. I. Yeah. I. I think you know. I. I think there's this two-time Heisman Trophy winner from Ohio State. You know, only one. Arch. Cam. You know? Cam's the only guy that has brought him yeah, up. That's because from Ohio. Okay. Plays running back. Okay. I. I think Archie. Um, we. We had a great player in Chris Hinton. Yes. O lineman. Very much so. Um, yeah, we'll probably leave it at that. That's enough. It's pretty darn good. Defensively, I, I agree with Charles. Um, yeah, I mean, this is a pretty darn good list. This Again, I mean, you, you need to get a few more Buckeyes on here, I guess. So. <laughs> hey, the, the, the... Yeah, but I mean, if you're going to put Jim Leonard on there, I should be on there. Oh, I mean, I mean, okay. Out of respect to Coach Leonard. I mean, there's, I mean... <laughs> No, no offense to him, but I mean, if you're, he's going to be on there, I mean, come on, man. So, so I think your kids pointed out Dick Buckus. Yeah. They want to know where he's at. Well, there's no doubt about that, but, mm. you know, yeah, there's no doubt. There, uh, there's a couple of pretty good linebackers missing. Yeah, I awesome. love that you said that about Jim Leonard. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> Northwestern coach, Pat Fitzgerald, thank you so much for your time. Honor to do it. Thanks. Go Cats. I'm here with Nebraska head coach Scott Frost. Coach, how you doing? Doing great. How are you? I'm good, sir. I got to say, I've been looking forward to speaking with you all day because you get to play in the game that we've been talking about for the last 10, 11 years this September, OU and Nebraska. How excited are you to be coaching in this rivalry? I'm fired up. Our kids are excited to play in that one. Uh, it's one of the best teams in the country. Uh, we get a chance to go down and see what we're made of. Obviously, we have some big games, including an opener ahead of that. but. I grew up with the Nebraska-Oklahoma rivalry. Um, it was the best rivalry in the country at the time, and I, it, it's really neat to be a part of that rivalry again. So earlier this summer, as we are in the content business, I was asked to come up with my top 10 all-time transfers going into college football, and uh, I got you at number one. Oh, no, I'm not number one. Well, I, I don't expect you to say you're number one, but you would say you got an argument. Right? What you did coming to Nebraska and helping to win a national championship, I always thought was a very big deal. And it happened for me at a formative period in my life, right? So I think that also plays in there. But now that you've seen what the transfer portal has become, what are your pros and cons to what we're doing now and as far as transferring college football? The pros is it's best for, this, for the kids. Mm. Um, if they have a, uh, an issue someplace or they'd rather be someplace else having the, free, having the freedom to move from one place to another is fair to the kids. Mm -hmm. um, and when I transferred I did sit out a year, I served a year of residency and I didn't mind doing that. Probably helped me get my feet on the ground in the new place. Um, I'd say the cons are statistically you're less likely to graduate from mm -hmm. college if you transfer, which is a big deal to us as we're trying to get degrees for all our kids. Um, and we'll see other cons as the NIL and the transfer portal combine. I hope it doesn't turn into free agency and go into the highest bidder. Uh, that's not where college football was intended to go and I, and I hope that's not where this lands. 
How excited are you to be playing in front of a full stadium? Oh, we can't wait. There's there's really no place like Lincoln in in the fall, and the atmosphere around the Nebraska game is special. If you've never been there, you got to come. I'm going. I'm going. Um, it was almost depressing without fans in there last year, and I know they're anxious to be back. We can't wait to have them back. So, Coach, I want to pivot to what I think are some more fun questions, and the first one of those is, if you could pick a movie football player to join your team, who would it be? Oh, probably Latimer. Uh, oh, from the program, from the program. Steve Latimer. Yeah you, yeah, you remember that. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Starting defense plays at the table. Oh. We need some intensity, baby. <laughs> okay, I'm an Alvin Mack dude, but I got you. I got you. Oh, I appreciate that. I, I keep waiting on somebody to surprise me, and that was the first one I got. The kids, they'll give me Paul Crew in the second longest yard. Some of them will give me Booby Miles and Ronnie Bass, but they, yeah. really, they wanted Adam Sandler. They wanted Adam Sandler. No, I don't want. No, I, I, I like I like his movies. I don't want him on my football. You know what I'm saying, right? I, I'm saying you could add anybody. I'm going to add defense too. But I, now, from any movie, I'm going Jim Brown from. <laughs> Dirty dozen anything. I was about to say, I, pick I, just, one. I just want Jim Brown on my football team. I like that. I like that. All right. So the last one of these before I give you this thing in my hand. Say three nice things about your rival. Uh, that's easy. Okay. Uh, I, I really admire University of Iowa mm -hmm. uh, for the success they've had and the consistency they've had. Um, I'm friends with Kirk Ferentz. I think he's a good man. Uh, he called me when my father passed away. Mm -hmm. uh, was one of the only coaches that reached out to me. Um, and I, I think what they do is smart and consistent. And I think they're uh, a disciplined team that's well coached. Um, you should ask Austin again about his answer to that question. It oh, yeah? It was entertaining to me. I thought it was pretty good. <laughs> I thought it was pretty good. All right, coach. I gave you players this list, too. This is my all-time Big Ten offense and defense. And I'm going to go ahead and warn you, I did not include Nebraska until they joined the Big Ten. I got you. Okay. okay. Well, you know, I, I didn't grow up watching Big Ten as much as I grew up watching Nebraska. Right. So I might not be uh, the best one to look at these things. Um, I'll tell you what, Justin Fields kicked our butt. Um, <laughs> It'd be hard for me not to pick a quarterback that won a national title somewhere along the line, mm -hmm. uh, but he's going to be a special pro. Probably Ron Dane because okay. I played against him. Okay. Uh, he was a 2,000-yard rusher. Um, let's see. He's a big man, too. He's an enormous yeah. man. Yeah. Uh, man, I'd have to go back. This is all pretty current, other than you got Bronco Nagurski on here. Well, so hey, look. There's uh, probably some 70s and 80s that you're leaving off here. I'm waiting on somebody to give me an argument for it, right? Yeah. yeah. Tend to think that if they come out later, they're a little bit more sharp, or sharper, I should say. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. Yeah, it's, it's tough to, uh, to judge people from different eras because it really is apples to oranges. And, at the end of the day, athletes keep getting bigger, faster, and stronger. So if you're really putting a team together to win, I'd stay current too. Okay, all right. Nebraska coach Scott Frost, thank you so much for having fun with us. This was fun, appreciate you. Thanks coach. I'm here with Illinois coach Brett Bielema. Coach, how you doing? Good RJ, thank you. Uh, well, I wanna start with this. You have one of the oldest, if not the oldest team in the country 
in your first year at Illinois. What kind of luxury is that for you? You know, it's a, a blessing that I really didn't know coming into it, right? So mm -hmm. uh, the first time I sat in front of the team, I just said, listen, because of COVID, uh, they're giving us the opportunity to invite anybody that's in this room back uh, for another year of college football. So we kind of threw it out to them that way. I said, I'm the newest member of your family. I'm coming in here today. You didn't know me. I didn't know you. Let's see what we can go together. So that has given us 22 super seniors. It's given us 18 uh, uh, normal seniors, so a group of 40 for a senior class. Uh, I've never had it before, never seen it. Um, I, I said this a couple times today. It's right. It's great news we got 40 seniors, and it's bad news we got 40 seniors. Because, <laughs> uh, they could all leave together, right, and leave you with a pretty young team. But uh, I'm excited to see where this group can go. Well, that is actually something that I did want to discuss with you is you're coming into a situation in Illinois where I just doing the math here, haven't landed a top 10 Illinois recruit since 2015. How has it been for you to rebuild these relationships with high schools in the state of Illinois? It's been essential. Um, you know, I think from day one, when I took the job, started calling high school coaches, we literally reached out to every high school coach in the state of Illinois mm. uh, as coaches and, and built a relationship that, that can't be denied, right? And, and give them an automatic voice uh, into our program. So that, that was big. Um, but I think the other thing is to get to that point where you land the top 10, you got to make sure it's the right top 10, right? right? It's the top 10 by somebody who never coached a game or figured a game out. It's the top 10 by what outsiders feel. What we have to do is we have to get the guys that we know can help us win games at Illinois, right? We need to find the guys in the state of Illinois. If they can help us win a Big Ten championship, those are the ones we want. Well, I haven't grown up in the state, yep. played ball in this conference, coached in this conference before. What kind of player are you looking for at Illinois? You know, we talk about it a lot, but we love the smart, tough, dependable um, mm -hmm. guys that um, – embody some things that really have nothing to do with how well you run, jump, catch, throw, tackle. It's, it's guys that are smart, guys that are um, very, very dependable, and guys that are tough. Um, if we can take the field, if we can prepare them as coaches better than our opponents, uh, we got a really good chance to win some games. Why was this the right job for you right now? You know, kind of just what you said. Um, you know, been in this league, been in this division uh, as a player, as an assistant, as a D coordinator and a head coach. Uh, I've been able to win a championship at each one of those levels, right? I have a, a Big Ten championship level as a ring as a player, as an assistant, as a head coach. Um, to come back into this in the Big Ten West, um, and in 2021, to sit here and say that something hasn't been discovered. Hmm. Uh, Illinois football has been at times discovered, but it hasn't been able to be sustained. Hmm. And I think that is something that really drew, drove me to come here. So I come up from Tulsa, Oklahoma. Yeah. I'm an OU fan growing up. So I remember 2003 very well. Yeah. What kind of mentality does it take to get that sort of defense at Illinois for you? Yeah, you know, uh, it's funny. I just uh, was talking with Bobby Stoops and everybody at that time. That was such a overwhelming change, right, in, in, in what people did. Uh, I think defensively, that game in particular, we played to our players' strengths mm -hmm. and minimized our players' weaknesses, mm -hmm. right? And, uh, and for us, the offense that we were going at was against that Oklahoma was very high-powered, very, very talented, but we knew the things that gave them problems. So. Mm -hmm we tried to make them play left-handed in a way. And I think that's a very important thing. You know, certain teams are going to have better people than everybody else, and they can make a game plan and, and make a, a recipe for success. It's a little bit different. But for us at Illinois, especially getting going here, we, we need to know what we do well. We need to stay away from the things we don't, and we need to try to make somebody play left-handed. Uh, I want to single out one of the guys you brought with you today, Owen Carney, right? Because – that dude has been ridiculous in that he's coming at a record that's being held right now by Simeon Rice and, of course, with one more forced rumble, I think it is, he's going to pass Whitney Merc Merc Merciless. Yeah. Thank you. What has he shown you 
so far? I know that football has been hard to play, and yeah. we haven't saw, seen a lot of padded stuff, but what's he shown you? It's been really good. I've built a relationship since day one. Mm. Um, he's a guy, when I first got here, he actually went into the portal, right, and was looking at opportunities beyond Illinois. We developed and built a little bit of a relationship, and, and uh, he eventually came back into our, our family, and, mm. and it's been something that's been awesome for him and awesome for me. I think people always think that, that players learn from their coaches, right, but I, I really believe as a coach, I learned more from my players than anybody could ever imagine. And OC has taught me a lot about what has happened here at Illinois in the past, but more importantly about what he wants to do in the future. Um, we've worked together, uh, together on, you know, whether it be a simple long arm technique to get to the pass or, or, the, or the quarterback, or we've also talked about life choices you make from the time you walk out of the building to the time you get back and how much it can affect your life, right? So um, he's really been a unique player um, in so many ways that are beyond those records you're talking about because mm -hmm. he really embodies and represents everything you want. Coach, I want to shift gears here just a yeah. little bit and ask you some fun questions. Okay. The first one is, what was the last job you had before going into coaching? Uh, before I got into coaching, I was actually um, in fundraising at the University of Iowa. I hadn't okay. got into coaching yet. I graduated with a business degree and uh, was approached about going into the uh, uh, fundraising department. I did that for almost half a year. How were you at it? I, I didn't raise much money, but I was... <laughs> Kind of in that intern role. Okay. Uh, but it, what it really did do, which, you know, as we all know in life, you experience so many things that you don't know affect you mm -hmm. while you're going through it. I had no idea as a student athlete how much had to be raised mm. for that opportunity for me to play football, right? For mm. our coaches to coach, for our, our team to travel, for our buildings that we, we, we uh, worked in, you know. So it really was an eye-opener for me to see all those other things. Uh, which fictional football player, let's say movie football player, would you most want to join your team? <laughs> Uh, most fictional football player to join my team. I don't even know if any come to my mind. Hmm. Um, I'll probably go Sunshine. Ronnie Bass? Yeah, everybody, okay. everybody, everybody needs a quarterback, right? So I'll probably go Sunshine. Yeah, quarterback that can hit. Yeah. I don't, there ain't too many of those out there. That's right. Okay. Coach, uh, you've seen me with these placards in my hand. These are what I think are the best all-time Big Ten defense and offense. Like, you take a look at both of those and tell me who I left off, who you might replace if anybody. Well, this is your list. You got it. <laughs> you're being kind or you're, or you're trying not to get in trouble. No. I'm not much into, uh, you know, it doesn't look like there's a lot of nostalgia back there, right? So it looks like the players from the, I see the one guy, right? Bronco Nagurski. Mm -hmm. But I think uh, one of the neat things that happened um, when I was with the Patriots, Coach Belichick was part of a committee that was selecting the all-time greatest players in NFL history mm -hmm. by position. And we would get called periodically into our office and watch players from like the 19, you know, 100 world, right? Like right. it was, it was just crazy. Like it was footage of film that they regenerated and reposted. And you were watching players that played two ways, you know, and there were players that were playing, you know, linemen that weighed 140 pounds. And, and it was just a different time. But my guess is people are people, right? Like I do think there's a development factor that goes into today's world to make guys look this way. Right. Um, but I do think that there were probably a lot of players that played 60, 70, 80 years ago that were just as good as these guys, but it just wasn't part of the world we were in, you know? Um, so it's very interesting to me to see and always reference back, like what would that player have been like in today's world? I appreciate that perspective because I'm looking for an argument not unlike that one, uh -huh. and nobody has presented it to me yet because that's the one, right? When I look at these players, I see a bunch of guys that we don't. It, yes, and also who, if I put them back in time, probably run roughshod over people because this is how we remember them. This is how they are. That's right. But you inject the super serum into Steve Rogers, and what do you get? 
You know, you get yep. Captain America. So, no, I appreciate that. Um, Coach Brett Bielema, I am very excited to talk with you. I'm grateful that you took the time, and I hope you have a really outstanding season. Thank you very much. I appreciate yes, it. So I'm here with Maryland players, Dante Dimas, Tauli Tongavaloa, and, of course, Nick Cross. How are you guys doing? Good. How are you? How are you? I want to first comment, like, Dante, you fresh. Nick, you fresh. Tauli, you fresh. Like, were y'all been, been planning this for some time or what? Y'all just got this lying around? Nah, I feel like, I mean, it's pretty much top off the top of the dome, you know, Dante. just went in the cloud and picked out some. Dante just got the, you just you just got the medallion about. Yeah, you know, this right here, football, it's my, uh, my father's ashes, so I always keep him with me. Yeah, and this is a picture of him. Yo, okay, who's dad to you? You know, he's just my backbone, for real. Like, he was always there for me through everything, got me into sports, and he's the reason I'm here today. Oh, that's what's up, man, that's what's up. It takes a particular kind of man to pull off white pants and a pink jacket, and you pull it off. Like, again, how do you pick this out? Uh, I was at KNG um, like two weeks ago, and I saw this. I was like, told my mom, I was like, I think I'm gonna just get this. Do you have to get that tailored? A little bit. Okay. Little bit. All right. But I gotta ask though. You yeah, know. A little bit. I had to get it tailored a little bit, but you know, definitely was. Fit just right. To Ouya. Like, what inspires your fit, dog? That's, I, I like the high collar. Uh, nice and simple, straight okay. black. Okay. So, business trip. Hey, look, that right there, business trip. Y'all got what, 12 of those this year. How excited are y'all to really play football? Like regular football, like in front of people football. Dante, you go first. It's just, the feeling is just great to be able to be able to play out there with the fans again now that we got 100% capacity back. And just also to be able to continue showing the foundation of what this church football team was really showing last year, just to be able to really show them that we came a long way and then this team is really prospering. Uli, what about you? Um, yeah, like Dima said, just, you know, showing everybody the hard work that we put in, um, you know, the sacrifices it took to, you know, get to that point and um, give the fans a show, show what they want. and. For us as a team, um, not proving anyone else wrong, but proving ourselves right. Nick, how's it gonna feel to shut down the masses? You gonna be loud, they gonna be running, you gonna get this pick and it's gonna get quiet these away stadiums. Uh, it's gonna be fun, you know, it's definitely gonna be fun. Going out there with the guys, you know, having played in front of fans in a couple of years now, so it's gonna be, you know, definitely a lot of fun to go out there and, and just play. Like I said, <clears throat> like, like Leah said, you know, it's not about everybody else, you know, it's just, you know, we know what we have in our room, we know what we have in the locker room, and just, you know, being able to validate what we have and know what we have and being able to prove to ourselves that we are what we, we think we are. So I got the privilege of speaking with, with Coach Locks over the summer, and y'all got Howard on the schedule, right? And he made the comment that we might be having, like, the world's largest go-go. Now, I got to know, which one of y'all know what a go-go is? Yeah, I'm from Washington, D.C. Okay, tell the people. Dante, tell the people. I mean, go-go music is soul music. So, like, if you ain't really, you don't understand what go-go is, I can't really explain that to you. <laughs> so it's like, it's really, really music that, like, really puts you in your, like, jam. It, it get everybody jumping, get everybody on their feet, you know. Like what? What's one song? Uh, I can't really, you know, those type of songs you can't really <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was just yeah. Gonna say. <laughs> yeah, you just got to be there. <laughs> nah, man, it's, you, you going to get a DC thing. You're going to get a D.C. thing. No, it's, it's very cool, and I'm glad that he said so because that also emphasizes what I think is really cool about where y'all are 
in Maryland and that you've embraced Maryland. You've embraced this part of the country and embraced being that state school. How does it feel to get this recognition? I mean, you guys got this new uh, Hill House. You're also getting loud buzz about this very deep division that you're in. I mean, it wasn't like that all the time in Maryland. How do y'all feel? Well, it's just very exciting, to be honest, just to be able to say you're a part of this and like you're a part of a change, mm. just a part of a new winning culture. So just being able to be a part of that and my name is there just to show the other kids that yeah. they can be able to do it too and they can be in my shoes, it's really, really helpful. Appreciate that, Dante. To Ulia. Um, I mean, it's definitely um, a blessing, you know, being put in a new facility. Um, now we used to have one of the worst and now we have probably one of the best facilities. So, I mean, that's a blessing, you know. You want to go to a place where, you know, you're happy at, where you can work at, and where, where you, your brother's at. So, and like Dante said, just a changing of culture and um, hard schedule, you know, good football. So, I mean, that's just a blessing. Right on. Nick, have you seen a change in, say, not necessarily student body because, you know, people in campuses and whatnot, but the way that folks are talking about Maryland? Uh, definitely. I think that, you know, after last year, you know, we definitely showed flashes of, know what we could be and I think that you know people are, are starting to take notice you know I think that you know all around people have always said oh Maryland has a lot of talent you know this that and the third but I think now that you know we're starting to you know put it together we're playing with confidence you know we're playing with with that edge you know just playing with energy and effort I think that people are you know going to start you know really like turning heads and being able to say that okay like you know they're for real but at the end of the day like <clears throat> we gotta we gotta put it out there we gotta go out there we gotta work every single day and then that game day take care of itself. Nah, man, I'm with that because it's one thing to be in a deep conference. It's another thing to be at the top of a deep conference, and I know that's what y'all are striving for. I'm going to hand y'all what I put together as the all-time best Big Ten team, offense and defense. Nick, you got the offense. Dante, you got the defense. Y'all let me know who I missed. You got them ends right. <laughs> Chasing JJ. It's tough. It's tough. It's a tough league. It's a tough league. It really is. Nick, you looking hard. Y'all ain't like Saquon at running back? Yo, hey, look, look. Penn State dude said the same thing. Saquon at running back. Okay, who we taking off? I'd probably say take off Jonathan Taylor. Okay, all right, all right. For Zeke? I mean, for, uh, for Saquon. Saquon. That's solid. Yeah. I'm trying to think. You receivers. like Saquon? What do you think about the list? See the <clears throat> it's okay to say I got the rest right. It's fine. Y'all can gas me up anytime you nah, want. No, you probably had a whole list of people <laughs> in front of We got to think. Yeah, that's a lot A lot of names you got to think. Yeah, that's a lot of people. Nah, but this smooth, though. Nah, this is yeah, this smooth nice. list. This is a great I mean, list. I only got 22, right? I got 11 yeah. each side. Yeah. For real. You know what I mean? That's nice. It's <laughs> nice. Who made you put Justin Phipps? Yo, man, watching what he did against Clemson last year. You didn't like you know. Braxton Miller? <sighs> See, now you sound like an Ohio State dude over here talking about Braxton Miller. Bro, I, I like, I'm taking Fields, too, though. I'm a, I, look, I'm a guy too. the performance that he put on in that game in particular, right? That's a dude that you can really depend on at quarterback. Even in right. Bama, when he played against Bama, he right. was good. Plus, you, man, that, ugh. I like Braxton. I have to think about Braxton. I have to think about JT, too, right? JT, uh, Barrett. Yeah. What about, uh, I think he's better than him. 
You ain't even put you ain't put Drew Brees on there. Nah, you put Drew Brees on there. Why Drew Brees need to be there? What do you do? Nah, yeah, not Drew Brees. What do you do? Drew Brees in the league. Yeah. No, in the league. In the league. What do you do? What do you what do you do in the Big Ten? He's already in college. He's already in college. This is not the all right list, Nick. This is not the all right list. I think I'll think more about his 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 league days. His league days. Argue. All right, fellas, we run it up on time. I got to let y'all go. Thank y'all so much for taking time. Thank you. I appreciate, appreciate, it. appreciate it. I'm here with offensive lineman Doug Kramer, pass rusher Owen Carney, and offensive lineman Jadarian Lowe. Guys, how you doing? How you doing? Fantastic. How you doing? Right on, right on. So uh, I want to start with what I think is a scenario for you, Owen, all right? It's third and 12. You got your opponent's 40-yard line. Coach Walters got you lined up in a foot nine, and you got the snap count cold. What happens next? Just try to do the best I could be. Uh, it's okay to say you want to tear somebody's head off. It's all right. <laughs> I definitely will be upset. I'll be furious. I, I can't even lie to you. All right. Now that's what's up. Uh, so you guys being elder statesmen on this team, how does it feel to be among a bunch of elder statesmen? I think there's 22 super seniors on this team. Yeah. Is that a strength for y'all? Um, yeah, I'll start. Yeah, I do think it's a strength for us. Um, you know, just having the experience, you know, having guys who, you know, love the program, having guys who know you know, who want to be a part of the direction that Coach B wants to take us, you know, I think it's a definitely, definitely an advantage for sure. Um, you know, we're going to use the, the experience that we have to our advantage uh, to take us far during the season. You know, we, build, we have built a great camaraderie on the team. You know, the chemistry that we built from each position room, you know, has been fantastic. So I think it's definitely going to be an advantage for us. Doug, what do you got? Yeah, I think experience plays a huge part. Um, in the game of football, obviously, it's a team sport. So the more you can play snap by snap, practice, lifts, the more you can be around the guys, it's huge. And, you know, I've been around some of these guys for six years now. So um, obviously, these are like my best friends. They're my brothers. Um, and we say family a lot at University of Illinois. And, you know, that means something to me because there's guys in that locker room that have been with me for six years. So I think it's definitely a strength. Um, it's definitely a good thing this, for this program. Um, and, yeah. Oh, when you think it's a strength? Definitely think it's a strength. Um, there's a lot of experiences that we have. Um, he's been here one more year than us, but you know he's seen a lot. So have we, and the rest of our 19 other super seniors. So we just have a lot to hand, like like experiences to give to the younger guys and things that we've seen. We know what works, what doesn't work, routines and things of that sort. Doug, you on like your third president since coming in yeah. University of Illinois. That, that ever hit you? <laughs> I think it, it started to hit me this year. <laughs> okay. Yeah, honestly, some of the younger guys started to say they're like, "You're you're pretty old." And I'm like, started to say, "Old man in the room." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, for all of you, and we'll start with you, Doug. What has it been like to get to know Coach Bielema? Uh It's been awesome. You know, he's he's a very personable guy. Um, you know, when it's about business, it's about business. He's an excellent football coach. But off the field, he'll talk to you, talk to you like a man. Um, he'll treat you like a man, and you know I've been. I, I feel very fortunate to have another year, um, especially with Coach Bielema. You know that that played a massive role in, in me deciding to come back. Um, was just my initial meetings with him. You know I, I felt really comfortable. I felt really good, and and yeah. He's so he's he's definitely a great guy and a great coach. Owen, oh, what have been your interactions with Coach Bielema? Uh, like Doug said, he's a great guy, very likable guy. Um, for me, I just I think just coach has that ache factor when we talk, uh, when he says things, things that come out of his mouth just reach me. I don't know. Um, 
he definitely was a big deciding fact on why I decided to come back to the University of Illinois. And I believe that um, he's a great coach and he's an even better leader. I follow that guy anywhere. Darian? Um, just like the guy said, you know, Coach B is a great coach. You know, um, I think he has that factor to, you know, lead the guys wherever, you know, he wants to go. I think he takes us in the correct direction. I think he will take us in the correct direction. I think that, you know, he's, he's hired the, the, a great staff, you know, uh, to surround, you know, the players with, you know, his, all of his coaches know the direction that he wants to go. So, you know, it, it, it's good for us to be around, you know, Coach Bart, Coach McDonald, you know, uh, Coach Walters, and all those guys uh, who know, you know, who Coach B, who Coach B was when he was at Wisconsin, when he was at Arkansas, you know, they're around him when he had that success. You know, and it's just, you know, something crazy, you know, because I remember when I was a little kid, you know, watching Wisconsin, watching Russell Wilson play, I never knew that Coach B was a the coach there and that one day he would be my coach. And, you know, I'm just watching how great, you know, Wisconsin was. And to finally, like, have a coach that was a part of something like that and, a, you know, win Big Ten championships and he knows what it takes to get there, is, I just think that I'm just so blessed to have the opportunity, you know, to be able to interact with him and to be able to learn from him and take those lessons with me throughout my entire life. So. I would be remiss if I did not mention that you have played or started 34 straight games and you've been a part of 40 starting games. By October, I think it's October 30th, against Rutgers, you could have the most starts by an offensive lineman at Illinois in school history. What does that mean for you? Um, it means a lot, you know, uh, just to be, you know, I just thank God that, you know, he's let me stay healthy enough to even, you know, be a part of that record, you know. Um, you know, as of right now, you know, I share the starting record with, or the same amount of starts with my uh, tackle running mate, Paucho. And, um, you know, just, we're just blessed to even be able to be in that position. You know, we're just blessed to be able to have that much experience under our belts. And I think that, you know, it will mean a lot to me personally, you know, if I get that starting record. Um, and I, I just think that, you know, just having that, playing that many amount of games, you know, having that much experience, just knowing exactly how the game would be played, knowing exactly, you know, the ins and outs of what, you know, defense alignment would, would do and everything. I think that that can help me um, prepare my other tackles that, you know, are behind me and behind Paucho. I think that we both have a ton of experience in that. We both can lead our groups, you know, and then with Doug also playing a lot of games and him just leading the offensive line and him just knowing the scheme, you know, front and back, you know, I just think that, all the experience that we all have as a group, you know, is going to carry it very far. So, fellas, I took the liberty of putting together what I thought of was the best all-time Big Ten team ever. This is the offense. This is the defense. I would appreciate y'all taking a look at that. Let me know who I miss, who I left off. What about Dick Buckus? Thought about it. Could he play in the modern game? I mean, how dominant he was. I'm asking He's you. tougher than everyone, absolutely. Okay. I think he can. All right. All right. <laughs> well, switch. Switch. See, if you, if you don't want to argue with me, I'm not going to force you to argue with me. No, it's okay because my coach has coached two of these players on this list. So. Oh, for real? So I think we got big things coming. Okay. You got Joe Thomas. All right. Yeah. I mean, I mean you over here with, with Whitney and whatnot. Hey, you didn't even put him on here. thought about it. Look, that. I thought about it. I thought about it. Simeon Rice? Thought about that too, but that's about what he did in the NFL for me. I mean, are you gonna, are you, Argue you could end up on that list. You have a season. Oh, it's okay. Miami Central ain't gonna bite on that one. Okay. All right. Oh. Okay. All right. This is research. Anybody offensively I should put on there? You know, we could do Red Grange. 
Galloping Ghost. He's he in the Hall of Fame. You do got, uh, only. You got Nagurski. Bruno, yeah, Bronco. So you got Bronco on there. You could have put Red Grange on there. You got Bronco on there. You, you don't have uh, Dick, Buckus. Dick, Buckus Dick Buckus on there. You right? You right? All right. So I got I got I got Buckus. I got Red Grange. Got Dana Howard. Dana Howard. Simeon um, Rice. Sim- what's Whitney Merciless. Whitney Merciless. Whitney Merciless. What's the what's so y'all the other would, one? Y- y'all would have five players on this team. Yes. Okay. Yeah, all right. Just being clear about it. That's saying, all I'm doing. Some, being clear about greats. it. We got some greats. Got some greats. Yep. Well, Doug Kramer, Owen Carney, Vidarian Lowe. Thank you guys so much for playing along, and good luck this season. Thank Appreciate you. It. Thanks for having yeah. us. Thank you so much. It's an honor. Penn State players, Jahan Dotson, PJ Mustafer, and Tariq Castro-Fields. Guys, how you doing? Good. 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 All right, so this is fun, and I meant it to be fun. So I'm going to ask these questions to you that I asked to all the players, and I want to hear from each of you. We'll start with you, Jahan. We'll work down the line. What you think? So can you say three nice things about your rival? Not my rival. I don't think I can. Um, I honestly don't think I can. PJ? No. <laughs> okay, Tariq? No. Party line is no. Okay, yeah. all right. Uh, what would be your Madden rating? Oh my goodness. 95. Coming out the box as a rookie? Oh, as a rookie? Yeah. Okay, um... I would crack 80, 81. Yeah. Still tough. Still yeah. tough. PJ. 80. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'm gonna say 80 with a with a 99 press. Ooh. Okay. So I can just leave you over there whenever we play man. Yeah. All right. Now I like or that. Deep blue. Deep blue me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Nah, I like it. All right. So last one of these. Who was your favorite college football player from the past? Could be somebody you even played with last year. Oh, that's easy. Reggie Bush. Okay. Yeah. Why is it Reggie? Uh, I just, that's who I grew up watching. Uh, that's why I wear number five. Um, I used to love USC. He made me fall in love with USC. USC. Uh, he was kind of like a, a movie star in, in college. So I fell in love with uh, watching Reggie Bush while he was at USC. Putting people on skates, dog. <laughs> that's wild. I was going to say Reggie Bush, too. Yeah? Yeah. I don't hear that much from a defensive lineman. Nah, I, I love Reggie Bush. I remember watching him, him ball out uh, in them Rose Bowl games, man. But uh, nah, let me give you a defensive lineman. Though. Okay, okay. I love watching Sue play. Okay. I like the way Sue took over games. So I go, I go with Sue because just, just I give you a defensive lineman. I give you Sue. Man, put that man in two technique. Let him go to work. Yeah, for sure. Tariq. Uh, since I'm from Maryland, I'm gonna say Tavon Austin. Ooh, mm, you gotta, one. you gotta hit me in the chest. <laughs> You know, I come up being an Oklahoma fan, and that man went for 300 bills, seven yards deep. Big ones. Good night, man. You seen the highlight tape? Dude, he wasn't even no running back. They just threw him back there. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. no, that's, I, a, that's a good one. No, that's it really is. Shot. It's a very good yeah, one. Good okay, one. all right. So, I had the uh, let's call it arrogance to put together what I thought was the all-time best Big Ten team. So this is the offense. Take a look at that. This is the defense. Let me know who I left off. Saquon Barkley. Okay. Let me see that, John. No, I mean, y'all can switch. Yeah, let me see, let me see. Why should Saquon be on it? I mean, I just think during his uh, three years here, I don't know if you can name a better offensive player that took over games like he did, so. Larry Johnson. No, I'm saying his three years that he played. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right, my bad. Yeah. My fault. Yeah, I think he should be on there. Who are you taking off? Because it's only 11 dudes you put on the team. 
I got two tailbacks. Yeah, almost. Don't put on over say. Yeah. Who? Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, say, I say, say, say it with your chest. Yeah, I say Jonathan Taylor. Put okay. Say it. Okay. Yeah, no disrespect. All I right. think Jonathan Taylor was a great player. We played against him. Um, yeah, he made plays, but yeah, say it was different. Okay. Yeah. That who you taking off? Yeah. You got Ted Ginn on there? Nah, man. He ain't there. Ted Ginn was tough. Why, why, why are we seeing Ted Ginn? <laughs> Ted Ginn. Uh, you got returner? I mean, what, what did he play, right? I offensive defense. Yeah. So the way I put this together, right, this is my six-guard offense. Okay. That means everybody over there is not trying to move markers. We're trying to get six every time they touch the ball. Okay. Okay. So you trying to get six, you're not putting Ted Ginn on there? Um, give me an argument. Wide receiver? Anything. <laughs> you seen the way he returned them kicks? He them said punts? anything. I don't, I don't, I don't plan on punting. I don't plan on punting. That's true. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you had some special. He said six every time. Yeah, six. All right, Ted Ginn, though. I like you see that. the defense? I like that, so. I got Who are you taking off to put him on there? Uh, I don't know. I don't know the... I don't got enough knowledge about Charles Rogers or David Boston for real. I hear you. So. Now nah, there's those cats up. They're my age. Okay. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Those are dudes I watch coming up. They probably elite, so I ain't gonna. I ain't gonna. Well, I mean, them. you it's all time. You can't be on there if you ain't do nothing. Him at the top though. Okay. Woodson. Hey, hey, look, look over there. I got him playing safety, but you know. You got him playing safety. I think you play him anywhere. Okay. I think this whole secondary. With Jim Leonard, he could play. See, I Most appreciate sick, that. You know what I mean? Coming from a secondary player, yeah. I appreciate that. No doubt. Know the little things. Jahan, you studying? I am. I'm looking. Alright. Tyra, uh, not Tyra, uh Terrell Pryor. Terrell Pryor? I was thinking that. A quarterback? Terrell Pryor or, or, or Smith? From Ohio Troy, State. Troy, Troy Smith. Smith. Okay. Smith All Troy right. Smith. So I got Saquon Barkley. Yeah, you got I, that, huh? I got Ted Ginn. That, that's what y'all going with. I like Ted Ginn. I also like Terrell Pryor. At, at quarterback? Or an athlete. I don't I want, this is not an athlete position, yeah, though. Nah. There's not an athlete <laughs> position. Why? Because there's only one Tavon Austin. That's why. That's true. <laughs> that's true. Terrell Pryor took them to a national championship. No. No, I don't think he did. No. Yeah, I can't say that because he took him to the to the playoffs. So I yeah, I leave that at that. Okay. All right. On defense, you might have to throw who? Sticks on there. Sticks? Which one? Ooh, over over him? Over uh over who though? Ryan Shazier? I'm saying sticks over him. Sticks gotta go in there. Bro, wait, 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 wait. When y'all say sticks, I think of two players. Yeah. I think yeah. of LeVar, I think of Micah. Who y'all yeah. talking about? Micah. Micah. Ooh! Yeah, LeVar on there. LeVar already yeah, on there. LeVar sticks on there. and sticks that and would sticks. Be crazy. Yeah, that'd be crazy. Who playing the mic? I would let LeVar do that. Yeah, let LeVar <laughs> play the mic. Let LeVar play the mic and let Micah just roam. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. I like that. I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan, so I, I appreciate it. Yeah, me too. Micah was where you guys were too, and I appreciated him. We played some chess, he beat me up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know how you go. You know yeah. how you go. All right. Jahan Dotson, PJ Mustafer, Tariq Castro Fields. Thank y'all for doing this. I appreciate y'all. Thank, Thank you, you for having me. Right on.
I'm here with Nebraska players Austin Allen, Deontay Williams, and Ben Stilley. Guys, how you doing? How you doing? Wow. Doing great. All right, all right. So I hope to have a little bit of fun here with you guys to start. But let's start with this, the one that I'm most interested in. I'm from Tulsa, Oklahoma, okay? Grew up an Oklahoma fan. Grew up with this OU Nebraska game going on, being a back and forth every year. How excited are you guys to play in this game? And Austin, we'll start with you. Yeah, it's, it's special because I know this Ohio-Nebraska game has a special place in a lot of Nebraska fans' hearts. It's the way it was um, back when Nebraska was winning titles. And then mm. back in Nebraska was in the Big 12, and I think a lot of people are looking forward to that game, and I know we are too. Uh, Big 12, Big 8, it goes all the way back to the game of the century. Uh, Deontay? Um, Highly blessed and honored to play in that game, just to bring it back, and I'm be the first one to uh, play in it again. So um, that's all I got with that one. Oh, that's what's up, Ben. Yeah, definitely, boy. definitely excited. Um, just just knowing how much it means to you know former players um, growing up, um, catching the tail end of it, um, mm -hmm. you know, in the Big Twelve and whatnot. Um, just seeing the importance of it and um, how the that rivalry was viewed, um, it definitely means more. No, I look, I think that the old heads like myself are a little bit too enthusiastic about it because it's been so long, but it does mean so much. And I am really excited to see you guys play in this game. But you also would play that game in front of people. Yeah. So how much fun is that going to be? And Ben, we'll start with you and we'll go down the line. Yeah, for sure. I'm excited to have fans back um, regardless of if it's home or away. Um, it's definitely welcomed, welcomed energy. Um, and something we're, we're really excited to, to have back. I'm glad, I'm honored to be playing in front of people because you get to interact with the fans. Um, also that if you need to put on a show for the fans also. So given, given that, um, it's going to be a normal season this year. And, um, and We are all looking forward to that. Uh, Austin, mm -hmm. like, yeah, grew so. up coming to games. Is that right? Uh, that right? No, I actually never went to a game until I was recruited. Really? I'm an, an in-state kid with Ben as well. So. Yo. Yeah, I'm a, not your typical Nebraska kid, but um, we watched it every Saturday. But uh, we understand that Nebraska fans are passionate about their games, and that's an added thing we'll have this year that's um, going to be beneficial to us, I think, because they're they're an added they're a twelfth man out there um, in the field. It's I know just talking with guys who played here in the past, Travis Voklek, he played here his freshman year when he was at Rutgers. Um, now he's here. Um, we're blessed with that. But uh, I remember him saying how, as an offense, how hard it was for them to communicate across the line. So having them back is an added advantage for us, I think, too. But uh, it's, it's an energy, like I said, or like Ben said, it's welcomed. What has been the messaging from Coach Frost going into this season for each one of you guys? Yeah, I think um, we're, we're really uh, preaching um, just player-led leadership and players taking over the team, um, you know, and handling that front. Um, also just, you know, improving, um, controlling what we can control uh, and, and letting our play do the talk. Okay, I want to pivot to what I think are going to be some fun questions. So please have fun with them, all right? The first one is, can you say three nice things about your rival? Austin, we'll start with you. There's nice things about Iowa. Ooh, that's that's the sauce that I'm looking for. <laughs> no, um, I mean I'm an agriculture guy. They, they got corn, we got corn, so I guess I got a mutual respect in that regard. But uh, our corn's that much better. So. <laughs> okay, Deontay, you say nice uh, things. I like the uniform, black okay. and yellow. Yeah, yeah. But other than that, got nothing. Not nothing. Uh, I think um, just overall, um, 
coaching-wise, they're, they're coached well, and they, uh, they play definitely solid fundamental football. I'm um, not going to beat themselves. See, I, I, like, I like when you go vanilla like that because nobody gets offended by that. But I also enjoy the spice. I enjoy the spice. I mean, it's a rival. I had, uh, well, let's, let's call it the arrogance to put together what I thought of as the best all-time defense and offense in Big Ten history. Austin, you have the offense. Ben, you have the defense. Deontay, please look at both of these and swap them if you guys need to. Tell me who I left off. I mean, we definitely gonna say we definitely gonna say Sue. Um, he didn't play in the Big Ten. Oh, that's what we're gonna do. I only got like no. six years. So you're gonna ask me about like? Look, he's on the all-time Big Twelve team. You want me to put them on both? Well, I mean, I just thought we were going to ask about, like, my childhood that I knew. I didn't grow up watching the Big Ten. Okay. All right. Well, you know what? You make a good point. Well, we will recognize um, who played it. I mean, I can think of recent people, I guess. Can I? I mean, you don't have to. Who they got on offense? Let me see that. Yeah, switch it up. Okay. Bell was in the Big Ten for a bit. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Worse. Like got go. worse on there. Uh, no, Saquon? You what know, about I'm Eddie George? Ooh, yeah, where is Eddie George? Where is Saquon? Who are we taking off? I mean, I'm definitely going to take I like Zeke, but come on. I'm going, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going Saquon over, over Jonathan Taylor, but. Okay. Um, yeah. Man, average 2,000 yards rushing a season. Yeah, Saquon's different. Okay, all right. You speak like you have experience. I do. <laughs> Might have played both. Okay, right on, right on. Austin, you gonna pick a fight with that defense? I see. Here's the thing. I don't know much about Big Ten prior to Nebraska joining it, so I don't have much. Yeah, some of these people I don't know. Yeah, like I, I couldn't tell you half of them. <laughs> He's like, I'm. I'm not half of these guys. I don't, yeah, the more they set up, they're not getting any more familiar. <laughs> All right. Looks good, man. I, you know, I trust you. I met you I, 10 I, minutes ago, and I trust, your, I trust your picks. I appreciate that, Ben. Ben Stilley, Deontay Williams, and, of course, Austin Allen. Thank you guys so much for doing this. Thanks for having us.